What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 16 of season 2 of The Dorks Next Door. I am your man, Andy York. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Whether this is your first time or whether you've been with us since day one, we appreciate you guys tuning in and joining us each and every week. Like I said, my name is Andy York. Uh, last week, Jason and me could not get together uh, because it was just life was very hectic last week. I got mm-hmm. thrown into jury duty. Yeah. Which was uh, not fun at all. Uh, I didn't even get picked for it. I just had to go stay and stay there all day to find out, oh, yeah, hey, we got everybody we need. We don't need you guys. So. Oh, that's fun. That was always fun. Um, but, yeah, so we did not get to get together last week, but we had an episode last week. So if you're a big wrestling fan, uh, we talked about me and my buddy Chris Belcher, uh, who is starting his own podcast, which is coming out, which came out on Wednesday of this week. So go check them out at Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. Check them out. Uh, but we discussed and talked about the Royal Rumble and a few things um, after that as well. So you, if you are a wrestling fan, go check that out. But we are back this week with a lot of news that we are going to have to break down and discuss. But before we do any of that, as always, I am joined by the one and only Mr. Jason Lee. Jason, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. I slept in really late this morning. Like really late. Because I had to take some antibiotics yesterday. Ooh, that's fun. So I slept from about 9 to... Nine, wow. I think, which I never get right that much sleep. Did you feel better though after sleeping um, that late, or no, was it one of those that, really. like you woke up even t- more tired because you slept yeah. that hard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But I'm recovering Good. now. Good. Well, we're glad that we can be back together because there is Indeed. a lot of MCU news that we're going to talk about, plus um, some Star Wars and some DC. We're hitting all three of them today. This week's news makes up for two weeks ago. When we had nothing. When we had nothing. To <laughs> Absolutely talk about. nothing yeah. to talk about. Uh, this week is going to be a heavy week because Sunday was the Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. so all of the big commercials and all of the big TV spots that you want to happen are going to happen on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, Our Titans almost made they it. They almost made it. They fell, they fell one game short. I know. But we lost to the Super Bowl champs, so that makes it that makes yeah, it better. That's that makes acceptable. It better, so. And I think if we would have won that game, I think we would have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But that's just me. Probably. Bias. That's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so there was a lot of TV spots and stuff we're going to talk about for Marvel, um, specifically Black Widow. But also, the they showed some footage for three Disney Plus shows that was kind of not really expected, but was very nice to see. So we're going to talk about yeah. all of that. Plus, we have some rumored casting choices um, and some other rumors that are heading down the line for the MCU. Plus, some Disney Plus stuff for Star Wars. And this weekend, Birds of Prey is going to come out. So we're going to talk about all of that fun stuff but before we do any of that and i forgot to ask you if you had one before we started mm-hmm. so i'm gonna hit you on the spot jason what are you into this week <laughs> and i'm gonna pass it right oh, back to you nice because i don't have I, I'll, let me think for a second okay uh <laughs> well what i'm into this week is kind of fitting that we're talking about all of this marvel stuff is because i have gone back to watch all of the mcu movies in chronological order so nice. i started with uh captain america Captain Marvel, and I'm all the way to I'm getting ready to watch Iron Man three probably tonight, uh, maybe tomorrow or something like that. But we're, I'm going to watch, try to watch them all the way through to get through that. So that's that's very exciting. Um, I'm looking forward to that, and it kind of made me want to do something kind of different for the podcast or for the YouTube channel as well. Where maybe like once a month we pick a movie and we go back and watch it, and then just kind of talk about it and review it because we haven't been able to really talk about. A lot, like we've talked about them, but we haven't like been able to really in depth talk about a lot of the MCU movies yeah. prior to Endgame, probably. 
No, that'd be um, fun. And that's definitely like our home turf. Yeah. And then, <laughs> is, is these movies. And then once so. we get through the MCU, I figured we would go back to like, we would do Star Wars. We would do yeah. um, the Dark Knight trilogy. We would do even the DCEU movies that we aren't really big fans of, but we'll probably get through them and talk to them. Probably do the uh, 1970s Superman movies because I think those would be, That'd be great. fun to do because the, I have not seen Burton, those. The Burton Batman movies. Burton Batman movies. A lot of different stuff even. We're going to hit Daredevil. We're going to do all of them. Try to do all of them once a month. So um, look for that in the future of the podcast and on our YouTube channel. We're going to try to do different stuff like that. Uh, where it's going to be a lot of fun. But, Jason, what are you into this week? Um, so I actually got all of my brothers over on Saturday, and we all ordered pizza and played Halo Master Chief Collection, which I had only ca- I had a friend who gave it to me, which was super nice for Xbox. Um, and we, have, we, we played that a little bit, mm-hmm. and we got... Like, it was kind of a jank setup because we had to, like, use phone <laughs> chargers to plug some of the plug some of the controllers in and whatever but it worked and we got four players and i was so excited about it um but we were able to play halo mcc we went through every halo game um oh, that's awesome and we just had a lot of fun it was great so awesome. i i had only like kind of touched mcc before that mm-hmm. i've played most of the halo games um just kind of on their own but it's such a well done um collection uh it's just exactly what you would want for a collection of halo games mm-hmm. like that um, it was just like an absolute blast going back on like all the way back to like combat evolved. Yeah. All of those like super like kind of primitive <laughs> maps. And then like Halo three is like my, you know, my turf, like the one that I played the most. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a blast. It's absolutely a blast. Awesome. There were, I was hearing some slight rumors, which I don't want to get people's hopes up. I was hearing slight rumors about MCC coming to switch, which would be shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, but also amazing. It would be the best <laughs> thing that's ever happened. Um, I would buy that immediately if that happened. Right. So that would be, be that would be awesome. That would be really cool. I would buy mm. that because I I'm a PS4 guy. Like I'm a PlayStation yeah. guy, so I didn't really play Halo all that much. Um, but the times I did get to play it, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Always been an everything but PlayStation right, guy right. for no real reason, but right. Um. Well, my brother had a PlayStation, and then he gave it to me. And then I was like, nice. oh, PlayStation 2, I'll go ahead and get that. Oh, PlayStation 3, I'll go ahead and get that. Yeah. Um, I'm already asking for a PlayStation 5 for Christmas next year. Because nice. why not? Um, but, yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. That's very exciting. So there's a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of stuff that we're going to dive into. We're going to save the Marvel stuff for last. So if you aren't a MCU or Marvel fan, you can just hang out with us for the first 20 minutes or so, <laughs> and then you can dip out if you don't like what we're going to talk about but that's fine because there are people out there that like that and if you don't like it that's fine it's not your cup of tea that's totally fine my girlfriend has never seen a a marvel movie so well that means that means that when she moves down here i already told her we are watching all of them because that means that you have a lot to do yes that means that you have a lot to do i have a lot of catching her up on so that you know when we were in high school um victoria knew that i was really into star wars yeah she didn't care about it and she, we've talked about this since then. She subjected herself to <laughs> all six movies, um, just to like, you know, just to want to, because she wanted to talk to me about it, right? So she subje- and she didn't care about them at all back then. She likes right. them now, yeah. Um, but she like did not care at all. And her dad was like so excited that she was finally going to watch them. <laughs> so he watched them all with her, and she just like did not care at all. Uh, wow. But then I remember her coming to school, and she would like. 
you know, kind of like try to slip in a Star Wars thing, and I'd be like, "Wait, I think, what? I think you didn't watch him, you know?" I don't know I so that's that cool. that was funny. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, speaking of Star Wars, we'll start with Star Wars. Sure. Uh, the hit series, the only hit series original, I think, on <laughs> Disney Plus right now. So far, so yeah. far, that's actually like a show, not like original like movies like or the documentary stuff that they did yeah um the mandalorian ended on a very high note and was a very overwhelm overall a fantastic first season of anything for disney plus uh and they announced that there would be a season two of the mandalorian basically after they dropped the last episode of season one we have a confirmed month for that and that is coming out on october of 2020 but there's also been some news that they're also talking about doing a season three already for Mandalorian and giving a lot of the Mandalorian characters their own spinoff shows. Mm-hmm. So speak, we'll start with the Mandalorian part. What is What are you expecting to see in season two of the Mandalorian when it comes out in October? Um, I am expecting it to be just as great as the first one, honestly. Um, I am expecting to see... Uh, you know, I would love if kind of the side, some of the side characters came back, Cara Dune, Grief Karga, people like that. Um, but I know that it's going to kind of be a journey. I'm expecting it to kind of, you know, maybe trace back to the origin of Yoda species. Mm-hmm. That would be something that I'd be really interested in seeing. I know that's something a lot of people, you know, that's just kind of the initial intrigue of the right. series. Um, and something that would engage like any kind of Star Wars fan. You know, anyone would like to know. Kind Where of the, the origin, came from. <laughs> exactly. So that's something that I'm expecting to possibly see. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I don't know. I mean, that they didn't really leave any uh, any particular. I mean, apart from uh, what's his name, Moff Gideon and the mm-hmm. dark saber, they didn't leave any particularly like huge threads going right. into the second season. It didn't so. really end on a cliffhanger, right? Which um, I'm glad about. Yeah, and so it kind of opens up the door for us anything really new. Uh, for season two of The Mandalorian. I, I fully expect them to kind of, <clears throat> like you said, dive deeper into where Yoda's species came from and what they are exactly and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I hope we get like more of like the Mandalorian's background as well. Um, I think that would be kind of cool to see yes. more of like what they did, where they kind of are going, like things like that. I think that would be really, really cool mm-hmm. um, to see that as well. What uh, what spinoff would you like to see come from the Mandalorian? Like, what side character would you love to see to get their own spinoff show? Hmm. Uh, I don't know if any. Honestly, right. I think that I think that with the way that the Mandalorian structured, I think that every character kind of gets their appropriate time mm-hmm. in the limelight. That might change. Um, going on into season two, seeing what characters are introduced or what characters they keep. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm totally fine with the way that everyone was presented. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm totally satisfied by it. Yeah. I, I think, I think so too. I, I think the only one that could possibly get their own show right now is Kara, Kara mm-hmm. Dune maybe, but I, other than that, I don't, I don't really see yeah anyone else kind of getting one unless they introduce new people in season two and then do the spinoff from there. Right. Which I could see them doing that. Well, but. and I'm also interested if they introduce any established characters. Yeah. Um, which it wouldn't be like AAA, like super popular characters, but right. if they kind of carry over characters from what's already been established, I'm wondering like who would be a good inclusion. I have no idea. Right. But if they if they come up with somebody, you yeah, know, that'd I'm be down. cool. 
Yeah. That would be cool. So Mandalorian season two comes out in October. Um, basically, they're already planning on a season three and some other spinoff shows of the Mandalorian uh, for the future of Disney Plus. It seems like Disney Plus is just really going to start picking up a lot of speed, like steam here. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to plow through and, and make things a lot more enjoyable and give us a lot more content of characters we probably thought we would never be able to see um, focused on. on. And, and yeah, get a lot yeah. of, of, of time to to shine and things like that. Plus, mm-hmm. but and the Mar- Marvel has already done that with, you know, several characters that I never expected to see. You know, I didn't even really know who the guardians were until their movie came out. And like, um, there's a lot of like different characters like Ant-Man. You don't really expect him to get like, you didn't expect him to get like a massive, massive role in the MCU. And then here he is and all this other stuff. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Disney plus gives them t- an opportunity to do characters like moon Knight and she Hulk and, Miss Marvel and all of that stuff that we are going to talk about here in a little bit as well. But before we jump into the MCU stuff, we have a movie coming out this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, one that kind of just snuck up on us and yeah, me not especially. a whole lot of hype around it, but I'm still kind of invested in I'm, I'm seeing it this weekend for sure, but uh-huh. kind of invested in seeing it, I guess is a good way to put it. And that is Birds of Prey. Um, and the tale of Harley Quinn's whatever the massive long title is that is just ridiculously long. Birds of Prey, featuring Harley Quinn, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's I, the trailer and a lot of of what I've seen people talk about that have seen it. They said that it is pretty much going in the same direction that all of the other DC movies like Shazam and Aquaman were heading in, like in a better direction. Okay. Um, which is kind of exciting to hear. They s- obviously they said Margot Robbie absolutely kills it as Harley Quinn because she's basically Harley Quinn at this point. Right. Um, but they said that um, Ewan McGregor did a, a fantastic job, which is I don't expect anything less from him really. Exactly. Um, but everyone else I've, I've seen said that it is a really decent to good movie. Interesting. Which kind of has me a little excited, which means it's probably not going to be that great. Um, yeah. But I, I still have I still have decent hopes for it. I'm expecting an Aquaman range movie. I'm not expecting it to be as good as Shazam. I know I've already said that. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. All right. Yeah, I'm kind of expecting it to be... I think the lowest it'll do is probably Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be like Suicide Squad bad or... Right. Um, Batman versus Superman or Justice League right. bad, or even Man of Steel bad. Um, but right. I could see it, like the lowest being Wonder Woman and the highest being in between Shazam and Aquaman, mm-hmm. um, which is a good range for it to be in. Like mm-hmm. I think it's, it's a good range for it to be in. So um, there is some excitement to see it this weekend. Uh, we will talk about it probably next week a little bit. I may do a video review of it, um, and we'll do some discussion and talk about it next week for sure. So be Sweet. ready for that. Um because we don't really know what to expect from it. Because right. I'm excited to see the hyenas. Um, yeah, that was kind of the, the when they were in the commercial. She called it Bruce and did that laugh. I was like, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of I like that. I like that. So, um, plus I'm excited to see Margot Robbie and Ewan McGregor. So yeah, just those two alone will make it a decent movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever else happens, that makes sense. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that does it for everything besides Marvel. So let's jump in on the MCU bandwagon. <laughs> There's if, a lot. We don't mind for a minute. There's a lot we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about a lot of the rumored stuff first and uh-huh. then talk into about what we know uh, for sure. And that is that 
Um, well, we'll start. Let's see here. It is being rumored. We'll start with Thor Love and Thunder. Okay. Um, and we talked about a few weeks ago, basically, basically like a month ago, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, that Christian Bale was being casted for Thor Love and Thunder. We didn't really know what role. And that hasn't been shot down yet either. Right. Um, so it sounds pretty, uh, it sounds pretty solid. It sounds, it sounds pretty, pretty believable. It sounds pretty solid and believable. And it is being reported though. That he will portray an otherworldly main villain. Basically, he will be an alien main villain. Um, Unsurprising. Which, yeah, doesn't surprise us one bit. <laughs> there was a chance. I thought there might be like a small chance that he could be Beta Ray Bill. Right. But I see him more as a villainous character in the MCU than a right. hero because he's played a hero before. And I'm sure he wants to play a villain at this right. point. No, and I'm kind of wondering who, uh, because the, you know, Marvel knocks it out of the park with every casting. Right. I'm wondering like who he would fit into um with them casting a villain for that. It's not going to be just like a Thor villain. Right. That's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting it'll be kind of a more kind of like the Grandmaster or out there villain. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, because the Grandmaster isn't like tied to Thor or right. anything like that. Um I'm thinking possibly Michael Korvac. I could see that. Yeah. I could see them doing that. Apart from that, I don't really have any good guesses off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I kind of expected from the get-go he was playing the villain because mm-hmm. they do a lot of their high-profile actors as villains. Play villains, right. So. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree with that. And I think it's the more we hear about this movie, the more excited I get for it. Right. Um, so it's, it's very, very exciting. This comes out in 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, November. Yeah. Uh, so later on in the year of 2021, uh, because 2021 we've already talked about is just the year of movies apparently. Yeah. So uh, that's just going to be another one that is going to be right up there with the Batman and Suicide Squad and all those other ones that we've talked about mm-hmm. um, for sure. Um, it is also being rumored that Marvel was in talks this week or this past week with one Miss Emily Blunt. Now, if you don't know who Miss Emily Blunt is. She is John Krasinski, Jim from The Office's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she played his wife in A Quiet Place, and she's going to be in A Quiet Place too, which looks really good. She was in a Sicario. Yeah. And in Mary Poppins Returns. Yes. Last year. Yes, she was in that. Mm-hmm. She is in Toxo to play a role in the MCU, and I think the first one <laughs> that everyone thinks yeah. is going to be in the Fantastic Four. Please. Please. Sue Storm, please. Sue Storm, and just go ahead and cast John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Yes. And it just, it works. It yeah. fits. Like, it, it's one of the ones where it seems obvious, and it's a good thing that it seems obvious. Yeah. Um, Because I think, honestly think, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt taking on those two roles would be as perfect as... Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark and Captain America. Yeah. Like I see those two being that good of a of a pairing. I think they're totally built for it. Yeah. For sure. Um I don't know who's gonna play um uh the thing or Johnny Storm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of just up in the air. John Cena doesn't need to play the thing. Right. I like the idea of Taryn Egerton as uh Johnny Storm. Yeah, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. I think that would work. Um, and honestly, I think you could just do what the Guardians did with Drax and just kind of cast any big guy to play the thing, and it would kind of just... But not John Cena, But not apparently. John Cena. Not John yeah. Cena. I, I don't know. Cena might be able to work, but... Yeah. 
I mean, nobody would have really seen Batista working before the movie, too. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, whoever they cast, they're going to get it right. Right. It's just kind of interesting, also, thinking about building it around um, the Krasinski Blunt fan cast. Yeah. Um, building it around that. You know, I see Taron Egerton fitting into that. I don't know who. Right. The thing. Right. I really have no idea. Yeah. So. Um, but it would. it's still very exciting that she's in talks with him. She's, she's another actress that is just... Absolutely fantastic. She's like a um, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I'm, I'm probably going to get crucified for saying this. In a sense, like a Brie Larson, who mm-hmm. can is a well-known actress and who doesn't do a terrible job, no matter what people like to say on the internet. Mm-hmm. She was not the issue in Captain Marvel, really. And Emily Blunt almost played Black Widow. Yeah. Um, she was almost cast in 2010 right. for Iron Man 2. So I think I think she would fit perfectly... In the MCU. Plus, I yeah. think she's just... I think she would be the type that would have a lot of fun with it, like Scarlett Johansson did. Now, you know what? There's also She-Hulk, which I didn't think about. Yeah. The la- the girl I thought which of... Which I could see, um, but I'm not... I'm not as 100%. I think that Sue Storm fits better for her. I could also see She-Hulk. I definitely could. Um... So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they've got a ton of projects coming up. There's really no telling. See, I thought of Gina Carano as She-Hulk. Yeah, from The Mandalorian. Yeah, uh, yeah, and she also played in Deadpool. Yeah. Um, I think she would be... She kind of just, to me, screams She-Hulk in a way. Even mm-hmm. though She-Hulk doesn't have to be like a built individual. Uh, right. I still think it could work. Because Mark Ruffalo isn't a <laughs> jacked individual. That's true. <laughs> um, But I still think she could play a... A She Hulk. I I think Emily Blunt could as well. Um, I just think she fits in the better role of Sue Storm at mm-hmm. this point. Um, but like you said, if they cast her in either role, they probably got it right because she's they're just geniuses what they do at this right. point. So, um, which is very exciting for that. Um, another yeah. rumor that we're going to talk about is that Marvel has said, or that there are rumors going around that Marvel could introduce Rick Jones. Into the MCU. Yes. <laughs> Finally. I love this character so much. He just shows up for no reason in all of these storylines. He he like tags along with Captain America and the Hulk all the time. Yeah. Um, and he's just awesome. He's just one of the greatest si- uh, like sidekicks right. in comics. Um, I remember I read Avengers Forever like three or four months ago. Mm-hmm. And he, he like is like central to that entire storyline. And he's one of the keys for like the entire like time uh, mishap that right. happens and whatever, and it's like he gets put at the center of all of these <laughs> crazy things that are going on. I'd love to see this character introduced. This is actually one of the before we got all of our Phase Four announcements before Endgame came out. I uh, oh, what's the name of? Uh, give me one second here. Um, what is the name of that? Um, never mind. I'm not going to find it. Um, but the teen brigade, that was it. That's the name of his like, uh, group of teens that he hangs out with. Right. Um, so Rick Jones and the teen brigade is some, is a Disney plus show that I wanted to happen (laughs) just because it would be so like dumb and fun and hilarious. And it fits on the Disney, it fits on Disney plus perfectly. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see how they're going to use that character. Yeah. Do you think he introduces, he gets introduced that way or do you think he shows up in, 
Um, she Hulk, or do you think she he shows up in any? Would he show up? Um, maybe Captain, because I think he was he rhymes with Captain Marvel too, doesn't he? He does. So he may show up in Captain Marvel too. He well, he he hung out primarily with like the classic Captain Marvel, Marvel, right? Um, like the male Captain Marvel. Um, I could see him showing up in Captain Marvel too. Definitely, I think She Hulk also makes sense. But mm-hmm. if they're doing, sorry, if they're doing kind of a uh, another Hulk project, if they have the rights back to the Hulk, right, and they're doing another Hulk project, that's definitely where I would bet on him bringing him in, yeah, showing up. And that would be such a funny that would that would sell me on the movie. <laughs> as if they're like, yeah, it's going to be the Hulk and Rick Jones hanging out. You know, I'm I'm on board. Yeah, I'm on board for I sure. I love that. Um. And then it is also being reported that Vin Diesel, who famously is in the Fast and Furious movies, which I don't know if you saw the trailer for the most recent Fast and Furious movie. I did. Um, he catches a car, it looks like. Yeah. And so that completely lost all of my interest in seeing that movie when he caught the car. Because these dudes are turned into superheroes now instead of what they were. And it's just... Yeah, it's pretty funny. <sighs> They lost it's like me. the physics get more and more. It's like the physics in the Fast and Furious <laughs> universe get more and more skewed. Yeah. With each movie, right. except for like they don't like the characters don't notice it. Right. Because so like by, they, pa- by Fast and Furious twenty four, it's just gonna be they'll like, be flying. You know, they'll like, just be flying yeah. around. It's just yeah. gonna be like they slowly turn down the gravity dial in the world <laughs> until it just gets to like insane. You know, you go off a ramp and fly right a thousand feet up in the air. I think yeah. it was it was either Fast and Furious 6 or 7. I don't remember which one. Um, but they completely lost me when they drove uh, cars out of Through the, the skyscrapers? Well, that plus when they oh, okay. drove them out of the helicopter or out of the plane and yeah. they had little parachutes on them and okay. they just floated down. <laughs> Furious, Furious 7 is the only one I've seen and yeah. I actually totally loved it. Really? Just because it's so... It's so out it's there. It's so dumb fun. Yeah. It's yeah. so much dumb fun. I have a feeling this one's just going to be dumb. Right. Without the fun part. Right. Anyways. Uh, uh, complete that's, that's tangent. Fair. Vin Diesel, uh, who also plays um, Groot in the MCU, mm-hmm. which is a very difficult role to play, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, <laughs> now, the amount of lines that that man has to memorize, I'm just like it's, in it's, awe. It's, it's ridiculous. He yeah. has also um, reportedly been interested in playing Black Bolt, who is a part of the Thunderbolts. No. Yes. 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 No, 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 no. No, not Thunderbolts. He's a part of the Inhumans. We'll <laughs> talk got, about Thunderbolts in a minute. You got me good. I did. I did. I was just <laughs> I was set checking to see if you were on your toes. Right. Um, he is reportedly interested in playing that character if they are doing a movie or show right. or whatever the situation is. So we'll, I'm, sure we'll get, I'm sure we'll get an Inhumans movie at some point. Nah. At some point. Nah. I think the, I think the Inhumans will show up at some point. And in Miss Marvel, totally. Yeah, but I don't apart think... from that, no. Yeah. Because um, they've already done... They did that show, that crappy, Tanked. horrible show. One season, I think. Um, For ABC, one season. It was awful. And then they did the Inhumans really well and tastefully in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And the way that yeah. they've handled the Inhumans, especially through Quake, through Daisy's character, right? Um, has has been really cool throughout the run of that show. I have yet to watch season six. But I, have, I haven't seen the Agents either. of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a great show. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure however they do them in Miss Marvel is going to be kind of the most full and accurate representation of them yet, and they're going to kind of right. reboot, sweep the other one under the rug. Yeah. Um, I, I could see Black Bolt showing up, though, mm-hmm. in the MCU. Maybe not all Maybe. the other Inhumans. Um, right. 
but I could definitely see him. Black Bolt is the king of the royal talk. family of Inhumans who does not talk because his voice is like is supersonic killing, incredibly powerful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe if he screams, he could wipe out a planet. Yeah, I think that's the level. Um, it's either a planet or like a, a continent. It or does. Something he like does that. a he, lot of damage. Yeah, <laughs> even if he whispers, you know, even if he whispers, he right. could kill somebody by whispering at right. them. Um, so he does Which not would talk. be a really crappy superpower to have. Yeah. Like a really crappy superpower to have. His full name is Blackagar Boltagon. Which is a fantastic name. So that's a fun fact. I'm naming my kid that. Everyone. But yeah, they live on the moon and they are definitely going to have a role in Miss Marvel without yeah. a doubt. Um, so Miss Marvel, Marvel is probably like the coolest inhuman, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I think she's the most interesting because I think that what it's really hard to do kind of a group of like royal people and mm-hmm. make them interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think that the inhumans for what they are for like um I believe they were created by Jack Kirby. So. Um but they 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 date all the way back to like the 60s. Um and for what they are, they are really cool and interesting. But I also think that kind of the inherent relatability of Miss Marvel while also coming from this very like otherworldly regal place i think that that's what makes her super interesting right. as well yeah um but yeah i think vin diesel could very if they do show up in miss marvel i think vin diesel as black bolt would just be fine yeah it'd be fine it'd be fine because he doesn't have to talk there were people who were like yeah i want christian bale as black bolt you want christian bale to dress up like that <laughs> and, and just quiet? not say anything no 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 <laughs> owen wilson now that would be a good one to have yeah. him just be there and not say, he, you know what he could say to kill people? Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Speaking of Owen Wilson, Speaking look at this Owen transition. Wilson. Owen Wilson is going to be in Loki. I can't believe it. We don't know what role, it's I don't so think. so awesome. Um, he's just, he's going to be in Loki, and I'm I'm a thousand percent sure we're going to get like 10,000 wows. Mm-hmm. And if he's in just for an episode, or if he's in for the entire series, because, I mean, this isn't, this Bill Burr is not the same as Owen Wilson, but Bill Burr did show up in one of the episodes of The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. who hates Star Wars, by the way, mm-hmm. and they got him in, which I thought was that was that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so Owen Wilson will be in Loki. We don't know what capacity. We don't know what role. Um, but I, I don't know. <laughs> like I have no idea what to even yeah. expect Owen Wilson to play. Owen Wilson is one of the guys that I never really thought would be in the MCU, mm-hmm. and so the fact that he is is kind of. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of funny. I think we're going to get Adam it. Sandler at some point, too, probably, to come on and do that something. would be pretty funny. Yeah. I don't know who would, he would play, though. I have no clue. Um, no clue at no all. Clue. But, yeah, no, Owen Wilson, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, the Loki show was uh, – it, it's still kind of one of the ones that I'm like kind of less excited for just because I understand less of it. But Loki is one of my favorite characters. Um, I'm excited to see kind of what mishaps he get in, gets into. Also, in the little tiny bit of footage that we saw from the Super Bowl teaser, his shirt has a TVA on it, which stands for the Time Variance Authority, um, which is this group in comics, uh, in Marvel, which is just basically time police. Um, so it's very likely that in whatever shot that they use for that footage, he's like in custody of the Time Variance Authority, for messing with time. So Owen Very Wilson believable. is a police officer confirmed. That, if, if Owen Wilson is a time cop, uh, I think that fits perfectly. Then that would be amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. They they need to do Owen Wilson and Adam Sandler as the as the good cop. Right. Bad, as the good cop, bad cop. Yeah. In that, because that would be Adam great. Sandler as the good cop. Right. Owen Wilson being Owen the, bad cop, the bad cop for sure. Yeah. I think that would work. Um, no, but I still think it's it's very exciting <laughs> to see. Um, we're getting what like more well known like actors and actresses to play in the MCU. I'm just always um, surprised by the people that they get. Yeah, obviously. The Rock is going to be in Black Adam, which is a DC film, but I still wouldn't be surprised if he shows up in some capacity in the MCU. I would the love Rock it. The Rock would be a pretty cool Black Bolt. I would love it if The Rock Honestly. just showed up as himself and tried to be a superhero in the MCU. Yeah. And then just gets just completely <laughs> break any immersion whatsoever. Right. Just completely right. destroy it. Right. Yeah, I mean once they're once they're once they're going down once they're starting to tank, right? Then absolutely bring throw the him in, in and just let him be himself. Right, that would be great. Bring him and let <laughs> Kevin Hart be his sidekick. Oh my god! And that would just be it'd be funny. If anything else, it'd be hilarious to see yeah. that. Um, but no, like we're getting more and more like Angelina Jolie. Yes. In the Eternals is another one that I never thought we would get. Yeah. Uh, in the MCU, um, and plus there are all these other we don't know a lot of the casting for Doctor Strange yet. We don't know a lot of the casting for, um. Spider-Man. We don't know anything about Spider-Man 3. That's coming out in 2021. Yeah. Um, Which comes out before Thor and Love and Thunder, and we know more about that than we do about Spider-Man 3, which is kind of right. crazy. Um, no, we, we don't know. Uh, we do know, actually, something about Hawkeye. Yes, which uh, we can talk about. Hawkeye is reportedly... This is another rumor. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't true. We don't know if this is factual yet or not, but it is right. being rumored and reported that... Hawkeye may feature Barney Barton, his brother, who is also Trick Shot. Yeah. Um, and also could introduce Tracksuit Mafia. Right. What from do you think the, about uh, that? From the Matt Fraction run. Yeah. The Tracksuit Mafia is the villain from that run, which makes a lot of sense. They're clearly pulling almost all their inspiration from that comic run, which is perfect. Absolutely spot on. Absolutely what I want. Um, it, it's a real. It's really exciting to hear that. Um, not ninety. Sorry. Uh, neither of those are huge surprises. You know, as a rumor, it's very easily believable that they're going to bring in Trickshot and more characters right. from that comic run. But just hearing that, yes, they're going to take in more. You know, they're going to take in as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because they don't do a lot of kind of like direct... Ri- like they do things that are, in- that are inspired by comics. Uh, right. You know, like Civil War was inspired by Civil War. Infinity War and Endgame, inspired by Infinity Gauntlet. Um, you know, they, they do pull from comics quite a bit, but mm. Hawkeye sounds like the most direct Adaptation. rip from a comic yep. Yeah, that they've done so far, uh, and I'm totally on board with that. It sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know a whole lot about Hawkeye's character, like Hawkeye's run. I haven't read that comic yet. I need to, yeah. I need to read it, but... I recommend um, it to anyone. It's, it's great. It's I'm still very excited that we're getting the show. There's been a lot of uh, controversy. Controversy. Try that again. There's been a lot of issues. We'll just say around Hawkeye and uh, uh, Jeremy Renner and and things like that. I haven't heard anything about um, that since then. I haven't either. So, so I think it's kind uh, of been dropped quietly. Yeah. Um, but there was also the rumor that Hawkeye had been indefinitely suspended for a little bit. 
Um, but then Bob Iger was like, oh, yeah, that's not true. I think I would know because I own Disney and that's not true. So, right. um, so that was kind of out there for a little bit. But it's still very exciting. Um, it's basically I feel like the only purpose for this show, which I'm fine with, is to introduce Kate Bishop into the MCU, which is right. very, very exciting. No, and probably it'll be like kind of a last run. For Jeremy Renner uh, and For Jeremy Renner. Yeah. I mean, I don't see him continuing. I don't either. Uh, he's been trying to retire since Age of Ultron. So right. <laughs> I think he's about done. I think I think he's one of the characters, though, that could just show up here and there in the MCU. Right. In just random spots. And it would, wouldn't be, like, weird or super weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think that would be kind of... That'd be kind of interesting to see that. But with the rumors that the Young Avengers could be showing up at any point in time, um, it could be very exciting that we're getting Kate Bishop and we're getting a lot of these other characters that could fit into that role um, as well, which is very, very exciting. Definitely. I uh, just see that. Now, something that's interesting, I forgot to mention this, Loki, Time Variance Authority, messing with time. Mm-hmm. Who's someone that they could absolutely bring in who's related to time, who's a huge villain who they could introduce through this show, who is related to the Young Avengers, Kang, Kang the Conqueror. Yep. Holy crap. All of these it's shows could to come absolutely together. tie together. We'll talk a little bit more about the actual footage that we saw mm-hmm. from the other two shows. But it sounds like it is absolutely all, all tied to together, together because yep. Iron Lad is tied to Kang. Right. I can't say exactly how right now. I'm mm-hmm. not going to. If you if you know anything about either of those characters, then you already know right uh, what the tie is between them. But Iron Lad of the Young Avengers is tied to Kang. Mm-hmm. It's clear that they're introducing the Young Avengers. Right, you know, it's very obvious that they're doing that through these Disney Plus shows. So we we could see some really really cool stuff happening that would tie Loki into what's happening there. Right, which would be cool because and if they're not doing, I mean, they could also absolutely do Kid Loki. Who's a part of the champions? Yeah, um, yeah. And the popular fan cast for that is Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things, which I absolutely yes. would love to see. Yes, that'd be so sick. I'm I'm definitely on board with that. I I just think that the more Loki we get at this point, the, the better. better everybody is. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I think he was probably the second best villain in the MCU so far, mm-hmm. but I think he's the most beloved villain by yeah. far. I think he is. Um, because, I mean, it's it's going to be really hard to beat Thanos in the MCU for, like, overall villain for what he's I, You know, done. iconicity. That's probably not a word. But overall, how iconic right. he is. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of, like, he showed up in the first... Like, he's been here just as long, basically, as the Avengers have been here. Mm-hmm. And he's been behind the scenes. And, I mean, he first showed up in the Avengers. He showed up in the first Guardians movie. Mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron and then Infinity War, which was basically his movie. Yeah. And then Avengers Endgame. And then he could just show up really at any other point because it's comic book movies and that nobody's ever really dead. So, I mean, he could just show up uh, for any point in time, which I think would be cool um, to see him just kind of pop back up at some point. Um, It would be a shock. It would be a shock. I mean, like, clearly... I think it would be... I don't think it would be in a role, like a massive role, but, like, especially if we are going to do more time travel shenanigans in the mm-hmm. MCU, which I hope we don't do a lot of, mm-hmm. but like the little, it's, but if you're going to do Kang, you kind of have to do time travel stuff. Right. Um, and so if Kang kind of just goes back 
and the uh, goes back in the past and then like sees Thanos or like bumps into Thanos or you know something like that. I think that would be kind of well. And I definitely think that if we're doing time travel again with Kang, it's going to be handled very very differently. Yeah, than it was in Endgame. With Endgame, I mean, it was just kind of functionally a tool to first of all build the plot of the movie around second of all to kind of give a run through history so far it was the avengers dipping back into the past you know for a movie's length dipping back into the past getting the things that they need coming back you know and they they messed with a few things but with kang if they do time travel it's going to be like all out like you know insanity it's going to be way more complex i believe it could span over multiple movies whatever time travel plot they have right um i think it could i think if they do that though they could bring back not for like a long extended period of time but i do think they could bring back have cameos right cameos of like robert you could pay robert jr to show up for two minutes in a movie yeah it'd be half the budget but it would be half the budget but it'd be worth it (laughs) like could you imagine 10 years from now if we are in like the latest team up movie, because I, I don't know if they're going to call them the Avengers anymore or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, but like the latest team up movie and there's Kang and he's getting ready to do all of his crap. And then all of a sudden, like Captain America shows up, Chris Evans, like people would freak out. Like I would yes. freak out. I, no matter how bad it would be if he did show back up, I would freak out because it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like he's kind of showing back up. Yeah. Um, so it's very exciting to see all of that kind of come into place. Uh, speaking though of the Disney Plus shows, we'll go ahead and talk about this, and we'll leave Black Widow for last because why not? Yeah. Um, they released for the Super Bowl, I believe it was at the beginning or close to the beginning of the fourth quarter. Um, they released Disney Plus footage for the Marvel Disney Plus shows, mm-hmm. which was kind of nobody really expected. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a new Marvel Studios logo, which was in blue for. The Disney Plus, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but the first thing we see, it kind of goes, the, the three shows it covers is Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and then Loki for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that's the only footage they've shot so far of Loki is just that. Yeah. Um, which is totally fine. But it was really cool because we got to see a lot of things. We'll kind of go show by show of the footage that we saw. Mm-hmm. Um, but with like Falcon and Winter Soldier, it started off with Captain America's shield in a tree. Yeah. And you see Sam Wilson going to like retrieve it, and it looks like he's practicing with Cap Shield mm-hmm. um, because Cap gave it to him at the end of Endgame, which I thought was uh, that's a pretty cool moment of him kind of trying to pick up the mantle and follow in the footsteps of of Steve Rogers and try to do the best that he can with it. Um, because I forget the line he said in Endgame where he kind of said that um, he was like, "I'll do my best." And then Steve was like, that's yeah, why I gave it to you or something like that. I'll do my best. Um, yeah. It was ba- that's basically yeah, the gist of it. Is, pretty much. <laughs> but as uh, Sam saying, I'll do my best. And Cap's like, that's why I'm giving it to you. Um, we get footage of, I'm trying to think, Bucky holding a gun at Baron Zemo's face mm-hmm. and then just dropping bullets. So that's just kind of... Out of context, don't know what's going on there. Yeah. It's good to see them back because the we the first time we got introduced, well, not the first time we got introduced, but when we saw Baron Zemo and Bucky face to face last time, it was Zemo um, trying to brainwash Bucky, which was k- kind of cool. Nice little callback. Bucky looks the youngest that he's he ever looks looked really in young. the entire yeah. MCU. He which almost is looks, hilarious. He almost looks like 
there is some CGI behind him, but it's not because he's just it's totally not. He just looks different. He looks completely different, which is kind of right. cool. Um, but it, it's like Cap's transition into Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, because he started dressing more modern, and now this is the first time that we've seen Bucky dress modern with his haircut too. <laughs> uh, and it's kind of wild. Yeah, homeowner Bucky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he looks freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, we get a shot of the U.S. agent running on a football field, it looks like. Yeah, with Cap Shield. Yep, and he gives a high five to somebody. To the coach, I think, Yeah. Or something. And so he's either just saved the day or he's the halftime show. <laughs> yeah, I think um, he is. I think he's like the mascot. He's like the halftime show. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, Which I think that's cool. Yeah. I think that's kind of a cool introduction to that character because that is U.S. agent is just like the mascot and the and the patriotism and whatever, but it's right. like the person himself is like the problem. Right. You know? Right. Um, we get some shots of Falcon just kind of flying around, mm-hmm. uh, fighting. We don't really see who he's well, fighting on that much, I think. And that one, that's the squirrel suit, right? The flying squirrel suits? I think, I believe so. Yeah. So there's a shot of like four guys in those flying squirrel, like diving suits. Um, flying around. I don't know exactly what that is. Um, I'm thinking there's a chance that it could be a flashback to when Sam lost his partner um, back in the war, but I also think that he flew with one of those actual... uh, flew with one of the wing packs back then, like he flies with now. So it's probably something different. Right. Um, We also see like shots of Bucky and Sam kind of high-fiving and being like friends and stuff like that yeah um which is nice um i'm trying to think if that's all the oh i'm trying to think if that's <laughs> all that we don't want to get copyright uh if that's all the i think that's all the falcon and winter soldier footage mm-hmm. that we got um <clears throat> then we move on to one division so interesting which we talked about this before that if the the show that we were both kind of most excited for at like the top would probably be Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I think after seeing this, I think it might be one division for me. Very understandable. Um, yeah, because it just looks, it looks like an acid trip. Yeah, and it looks absolutely amazing. Um, we see we see different stages of Wanda uh, in this, where it looks like she's completely lost her mind. Mm-hmm. Um, they go through like different eras. It looks like 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah, they um, go through like different eras of right because sitcom, because of. the first one is black and white and his Vision saying "Welcome home, Wanda," um, and she looks kind of confused like to see Vision in the shot we see of her, and then we get um, like we get her in her famous like comic book accurate Scarlet yes. Witch uniform like outfit, so good. which looks really except the crown part kind of looks plastic. It totally does. Um, yeah, I think it's like a cosplay outfit that she's wearing. Yeah. See if I can find it while we're while we're talking about it. Honestly, I <laughs> love it. <laughs> it it's looks great. Her, you know what? When they cast her as Scarlet Witch in Age of Ultron, she told Joss Whedon, "I'll do it as long as I never have to wear the Scarlet really? Witch costume." Yes. <laughs> and now that she's getting so tied to that role, I'm sure it was no issue at all. Uh, but I'm sure she loves. She's it. actually wearing it, and it looks so sick. Yeah. Honestly, it's. I, I love seeing like perfect comic book to movie translations of costumes like that. Right. Um, then we get like, so we see her in like the fifties. I love Lucy. Um, I think that's the seventies. Uh, 
That looks kind of 90s. That looks kind of like Friends. It might be. Well, I was thinking that might kind of look like that 70s show. Yeah, or that. Um, you might be right. And then there's her in her... I'm trying to get to stop. Scarlet Witch uh, outfit. That's so funny. It looks great. I love it. Um, that looks present day. Yes. Well, she looks like terrified, but everything else is black and white, mm-hmm. uh, which is very interesting to see that. That's probably 80s. That's the, yeah, that's the one we'll come back to. Yep. Um, and then back to black and white marriage with her and Wanda or with her and Wanda yeah. with her and vision. Um, and it just kind of looks like a crazy, crazy, crazy adventure that they're going on. I really hope so. Um, if, if they kind of follow what I think they're following, um, which is just like kind of this psychological thriller, right. Sort of deal. I'm absolutely on board. Right. I think this is the perfect way to do it. Because, so, some of the things we see, we'll talk about this, some of the things that we see throughout One Division, uh, the footage that we get, the house looks very familiar. It does. If you are a fan of 80s sitcom shows. I grew up (laughs) on the show Family Ties. Yeah. That is a recreation of the set from Family Ties. Yeah. Zero doubt in my mind. Yeah. I'm so, so happy because it feels like I've lived... You know, when you watch a sitcom for a long time and it takes place in the same setting, you feel like you've lived a small part of your right. life on the set of that show. Right. And seeing it right there just like blew my <laughs> mind. Absolutely. Brings everything full Tying circle. it back to something that is like from my childhood that I watched so much. Right. Abs- absolutely love that. It's so cool. Um, And then it kind of seems like throughout we get different hints at a few things. Um, So I think there was one shot where we see Wanda is pregnant. If I remember correctly. Okay. And then there's the shot of the two cribs um, that Wanda and Vision are standing in front of. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the pacifier, one of the pacifiers gets spit out of their mouth. And it's kind of just like this gag. Um, but yeah, there. if you don't know, which we're not going to spoil it for you. But if you don't know anything about Wanda. And I think Vision's... I think this is their relationship in the comics as well. Uh, I believe... They have twins? Yeah. Yeah. Together or is it with her and someone else? No, I think it's... I believe it was weird, like, reality stuff yeah. that actually brought the twins into being. I right. don't remember who um, their father was. I'm trying to think. But right. those twins do have a very interesting connection to things that could be happening in the future. They very, do. very exciting Which stuff. Which, so does uh, Wanda and her brother. They right. They had very interesting backgrounds as well which i hope gets explored at some point um which i fully expect to see um i forget his uh, quick silver yeah i fully expect to see him in the show yeah i wouldn't be shocked i mean they're they're just bringing everything back yeah um which it wouldn't be kind of out of place Uh, and then we get the loki scene with him saying he's going to burn this place to the ground in his jumpsuit that he's wearing believable um which is very exciting which we have synopsis prison get up Probably, More I would like say it. so. Yeah. I would say so. Um, we have synops- new synopsis for each show mm-hmm. um, that I will find and read real quick, if you'll just give me a second as I'm scrolling to try to find them. These are such cool glimpses. They are. Into these shows. I'm so, so excited. I mean, it, it feels like they're going to nail it exactly like they nailed Mandalorian. Um, so, for the Falcon and Winter Soldier, their new synopsis, following the events of Avengers Endgame, Sam Wilson slash Falcon 
played by Anthony Mackie, and Bucky Barnes slash Winter Soldier, played by Sebastian Stan, team up in a global adventure that tests their abilities and their patience in Marvel Studios' The Falcon and Winter Soldier. The all-new series is directed by Carrie Scogland. Malcolm Spellman is the head writer, and it debuts in August of this year. Nice. So the global adventures part, testing their abilities and patience is kind of... That sounds awesome. It sounds awesome. It sounds like what we kind of expected. Yeah. But it still sounds pretty cool. Um, and it sounds like a fun, fun time. Uh, for One Division... I'm wondering if they are like sent on the run in a weird way. Either that or actually I bet you that he's going to end up having to leave the shield. Right. The shield's going to either be taken or he's going to give it up or whatever. U.S. agent is going to be at home in America. Uh-huh. And then they are going to find a lead towards Zemo. Yeah. And like U.S. agent's going to find a lead towards Zemo and they're, they're going to be, be both together. going towards the same goal. I don't know. That's my guess. But Because uh, my thing is... Aren't they all still fugitives after the Sokovia Accords and after the events of Civil War? No, because I think after the events of Endgame, just like their slate was wiped clean. I think everyone's slate was wiped clean okay. after Endgame. Yeah, because otherwise Thunderbolt Ross would have had everybody at Cap's, at Tony's funeral arrested. Yeah, which would be hilarious. That would have been a great way to end the movie is Cap and handcuffs it's leaving. Like you, you didn't read the fine print? Yeah. Um, even at the, even you know, but I do think I I wouldn't be surprised though, especially whatever capacity he plays in Black Widow. I think Thunderbolt Ross could show up in Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I think he might be the one that could take um, Sam Shield from him. Yeah, that would be that would be rough. That would be rough, <laughs> but that would be rough because it would be like he learned absolutely nothing, right? But, but he's the villain. He never learned I, I'm, anything. I'm actually expecting Sam to give the shield up. Honestly. Really? Yeah, and then he kind of like earns it within himself gotcha. to get it back. Gotcha. Um I, I don't think it's I mean, I don't see any good reason why they would be like, Yoink, you know, this is a super dangerous weapon. We gotta have it. I don't see why they'd say that. Yeah. Um so the new synopsis for One Division, Marvel Studios One Division blends the style of classic sitcoms with the Marvel Cinematic Universe in which Wanda Maximoff, Elizabeth Olsen, and Vision Paul Bettany Two superpowered beings living their ideal suburban lives begin to suspect that not ev- that everything is not as it seems. That's a ripoff of um, Wizards of Waverly Place because mm. that's in the, that's in they? the song that's in their theme song. Um, the new nice. series is directed by Matt Sh- Shackman. Uh, Jack Schaefer is head writer, and it debuts in December of this year. Sweet. It's just it sounds it sounds so crazy. I wonder if each episode is going to be a different sitcom. Cuz there's what eight episodes? Yeah. So that would be the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s and then they get into like like Present adventure day stuff, stuff yeah. you know. Because well we do know that they have a crazy neighbor um who could right. play a pivotal role in this. We do know that um uh what's her name? Monica Rambeau is going to show up in this. Right. Um, and there's somebody else that's going to show up that was really random. Oh, um, Darcy. Yeah, Darcy and, from Darcy Thor. And um, Agent, uh, Agent Wu. Yeah. So uh, there's just going to be a lot that takes place and happens in mm-hmm. this ep- in this show. 
Um, it would be so cool if each episode was like a, a reminiscent of a specific era of sitcom, though. right? And like the plot is slowly piecing itself together right. as you move through those so like, sitcoms. The fifties would be like I Love Lucy. Honestly, even if it's like kind of a direct inspiration from I Love Lucy, yeah. The eighties is a direct inspiration from Family Ties, and the nineties yep. is directly like just Friends. Yeah, you know. And then the seventies, you could do that that seventies show. show. The sixties, I don't know what show came out in the sixties. Uh, Me either. <laughs> I'm not a sitcom master. I'm not either. <laughs> I'm really curious now what sitcoms came out in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I I think that would be really great if they um, there you go. If they like did that, if they went into oh, you could do like the Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> it came out in right. the 60s. Uh, Gilligan's Island. Uh, the, Gilligan's I think the Dick Island. Van Dyke Show actually will probably be that the makes one. The most sense, I think yeah. that will probably be the one because it's still black and white. And there were two different shots of them in black and white, which I could see that. Or I Dream of Genie. I think one of those two mm-hmm. um, could be the the main one. Um, but then you get into like the modern day new stuff, yeah. And like that's when the plot really starts to take off and, and go from there. And then it probably leads into Doctor Strange. Um, two. Yeah, I'm not going to try to say the name. Molten Madness of in the, the multi- Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, that dumb title. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm I think that is going to lead directly into that, which is very. Very exciting. And then we yes. have Loki, the new synopsis for Loki. In Marvel Studios, Loki, the Mer- Mercurial. Mercurial, that's a nice word. Uh, villain Loki, Tom Hiddleston, resumes his role as the god of mischief in a new series that takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. Kate Heron directs, and Michael Super Waldron in-depth. is head writer. Yeah, they don't really know what's going to happen in the show yet, so they just kind of put that out there. Um Obviously, it's going to do a lot of time travel stuff, probably with him in the Tesseract. Um, mm-hmm. Was it the Tesseract? Yeah, it was the Tesseract that he vanished I mean, in. I don't know how you'd time travel with the Tesseract. I don't either. But uh, he can jump from place to place. So I don't know how the I time so. travel thing is going to work. Um, <laughs> he's smart. He can figure it out. Right. <laughs> He'll figure it out. Um, but I do think it's still going to be really exciting to see him kind of go through. Because I think the last plot we got was him going through different historical moments in time, I think was one of the, the plots that we um, got. That was an idea. Yeah. That was an idea that I had mentioned on here. That's not, oh. yeah, that's not even a rumor, I don't think, but that was kind of an idea was that he could go through different, like his different points of history and just yeah. kind of influence them, which would be awesome. Uh, one thing I've noticed about Loki throughout the entire MCU, because I just got done watching the first Thor movie. Uh, nobody ever really mentioned again that he's a frost giant. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. At that was all. just kind of dropped after the first one, right? Because um, I don't think they mentioned it in in the Dark World. Well, he turned kind of blue when he died in Infinity War. Did he? Yeah, he looked like he did. I thought that was just like, a the blue. light. Um, I think that was because he just couldn't breathe, and when you lose oxygen, yeah, yeah, you yeah. turn light blue. Anybody turns light blue. Um, just if you're a frost giant, you turn extra blue. You just turn super blue. Right. So I, but I thought that was really weird that, yeah, he hasn't been mentioned or turned blue Doesn't or anything matter. else at any point in time in his life, which is... Just, I mean, in the comics, I mean, it's not like it, you know, that's, right. a, that's a huge part of his character. I right. Mean, I'm but, saying it's not a huge part of his character. It's still weird. Yeah. It's still just a weird thing to even put in there. I think that's one of the things that they could have retconned and it would have been totally fine. Yeah. Nobody would have known or nobody would have freaked out over it, but whatever. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add, though, about any of the three f- shows that we saw, the footage, 
I'm Synopsis. so excited. I, I think that all three of these are going to be awesome. Yep. I think all the Disney Plus shows that they're going to do are going to be at least good, if not great. Mm-hmm. Every one of them has something that's drawing me so much towards them. What we've seen of What If looks beautiful. What we've seen of all three of the live action shows so far looks great. Um, and, and all the kind of like interesting little things that we're finding out about each of them sounds so cool. It sounds like they really are going to tie into the movies heavily, but they're also going to really make it worth it. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the biggest thing that I'm worried about is that I'm hoping that they're not expecting people to like, you have to watch this to have to watch the movie. Right. Uh, or to watch the movie. Right. Um, but you know. If it does end up being that way, I mean, I've got Disney Plus. I've got Disney Plus. We'll be so, fine. You know, I, I, I just, you know, a movie a movie should be a movie. Right. A movie should be able to stand by itself as a movie. Right. And it's different than, it's different than the other MCU movies because they all take place in... It's, but it's not like the Avengers in-game movie was complete, like, directly tying into, like, Guardians. Well, and it's too. also like, you know... It's not like you can't watch right. Civil War by itself and not enjoy it. Right. Um, and there are movies like Infinity War and Endgame are obviously part one and part two. They're supposed to be that way. But it's not like you can't watch Captain Marvel by itself and not enjoy it. Or right. Ant-Man by itself and not enjoy it. It would be, But it would be like getting mad at Fast and Furious 8 for playing off of what happened in Fast and Furious 7. Right. Like Captain America, like what happened in Captain America Winter Soldier or like Captain America Civil War should have played off what happened in Captain America Winter Soldier, and it kind of did. And I understand, I definitely, I mean, I love the fact that this is all kind of a series. And right. I love the fact that there are events that happen in chronological order. Yeah. I also think that when this series is so massive and contains so many smaller series inside of it. Right, it's going to get convoluted each, and crazy. Each of, the, each of the properties have to be individually accessible by themselves without having to tie to right. different content on a different platform. It's like, it's like... um the Netflix Marvel shows. Yeah. Like you could watch Daredevil all the way through and never watch Punisher or Luke Cage or any of the other ones mm-hmm. and you would have been completely fine. Well, and that's how it is with like 99% of media. Right. But it's like, you know, I, I really hope that they don't make it so that, uh, so that these... To, get, to understand so far, Doctor Strange 2, you have to watch Division. So far with most of the movies, they can be fully enjoyed right on their own unless they are part of a series or part one and part two right you know and like the avengers is a series so that makes sense as well right um but it's like i i i don't want i don't want these shows to be contingent to the movies i want them to enhance the movies mm-hmm. but not be contingent to them right so that's that's my only concern about right. it really i think in terms of quality you know what we've seen really sells me on them the mandalorian really sells me on them mm-hmm um, and just everything we've heard is so exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited about that. Um, some other interesting news before we move into Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Iger, who is the head of Disney, basically, um, said that not only are the three shows that were shown on the Super Bowl ad were the only shows, but they also have seven shows in development for apart from those Disney three. Plus, apart from those three. So those three are in production right now. Um, and then the seven in development, we have Hawkeye. Obviously, we have Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, and What If. Right. Which leaves two spots open that we have no idea what they could be. If you had to guess what those two Disney Plus shows were going to be, what would you say? What would your What would your guess be? Young Avengers. 
Mm-hmm. That's because that's something that they would not want to give away mm-hmm. right now. Um, it's something that I've wanted for Disney Plus for a super long time, and it sounds like exactly what they're doing with characters that they're introdu- that we know that they're introducing mm-hmm. in WandaVision, characters we know they're introducing in Hawkeye, Hawkeye mm-hmm. characters that they absolutely could introduce in Falcon and Winter Soldier or in Loki. Um, there are a lot of great ideas for Loki. Right. Um, but there, there are so many great characters to come from that. I think that Young Avengers fits perfectly to build to on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. It would be so cool. It would be like Defenders done totally right. <laughs> right. <laughs> where where each thing is kind of introduced in a separate place and then it comes together. It would be the Avengers on TV done right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I would absolutely love that. Um, you can... I mean, if you've got an idea, go right ahead. Well, I mean, we've heard we've heard rumors that Thunderbolts, right, is in develop is potentially in development, and that um, Iron Heart, I believe, was the other one, mm-hmm. is potentially in development. Um, I think either one of those two shows would work, but I don't think they want to do two team up shows together, back to back. And I think I think you could wait a little bit on the Young Avengers to introduce characters a little bit more before you put them together. And a team, because I think that's kind of the problem with um, the defenders. Was like we didn't know a whole lot about, like, uh, well, we spent a lot of time with them, right? Um, but we we didn't have a lot of sort of experiences with them. I don't know. I mean, I think the biggest problem with that was that the defenders kind of skewed each of the characters yeah. a little bit, and yeah. also didn't give them interesting things to do within the defenders itself, right? So. It was all kind of based around Daredevil and just like what Daredevil well, was doing. Well, too much of it was based around Iron Fist, honestly. Oh, yeah. And, and that, that was the really like boring part. And then like they, they didn't give any of the characters anything interesting to do yeah. particularly, especially Plus, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. The Punisher should have been in there, but that's just me. Yeah, um, he should have. <laughs> um, but I think I think Thunderbolts is a good shout. I think Ironheart was probably a good shout. Mm-hmm. Um if I had to guess, Young Avengers is my most likely. Yeah, I would. I would I can probably see why they want to keep that. Um, maybe like, I don't know. Would Nova get his own Disney Plus show, or would he get a movie? Do you think? I would guess a movie. Mm-hmm. I could also see him being a side character um, in Captain Marvel or in Guardians. I would love it if because these are going to come out probably after Black Panther two. Mm-hmm. And if they introduce Namor in Black Panther two, I would love it if Namor got his own show. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love it if he got his own movie too, because I I absolutely love Namor and and everything. But um, I don't know. I think I think Thunderbolt, uh, not Thunderbolt. I think Younger Avengers is probably the one one of the ones for sure. Um, and they, I think they've been wanting to do Ironheart for a while mm-hmm. um, to kind of pick up the the Tony Stark mantle. Um, so I think that could I think that could happen. Who do you think would be Ironheart? Oh, I have no clue. You mean in terms of casting? Like, yeah. I have no clue. Um, <laughs> is because is Ironheart is it a it's normally a a teenage black girl? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they may be able. They may like it, throw Monica Rambeau's character into that spot. I don't know. Yeah, I I have no. But clue. I have no idea. I have no idea, but I, I think I they am, could do that. I'm very, very far from a casting person. <laughs> my my scope of kind of actors is very limited. Right. So. Right. Um. But yeah, I think that's still very exciting that we have two Disney Plus shows that we don't know anything about, and we probably won't know for a while. Yeah. Um. 
probably till after this year, maybe next year at D23 is probably when they'll announce it or at Comic-Con next year. Yeah. Um, which is exciting, but we have to wait a little bit for that. So the final thing, the last thing we're going to talk about is the latest or the most, the upcoming um, MCU movie that is not taking place in the right part of the timeline, but it's taking place directly after the events of Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the Black Widow movie. We got uh, the most recent trailer and the most recent TV spot for it. Basically, it was just a lot of the same footage right, that we've seen. Right, it didn't have a lot of new stuff. Um, except it kind of, normally she said that the Avengers were my first family, or the Avengers were my family. Um, but in this trailer spot, she said the Avengers weren't my first family, talking about the four that, or the three yeah. that she's with um, when she's fighting one that you're very excited about, um, for sure. But I, I will say they keep showing a little bit more and more of Taskmaster. And the first time we saw him, I wasn't the biggest fan of how he looked. I thought he kind of looked a little, yeah. I think, but I think I'm fully on board now with him uh, after everything we've seen um, of him. I don't, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you're right because we talked about this before we recorded. It looks very much by the numbers of an MCU movie. Yeah, and I'm hoping it isn't. I hope it really brings something to the table. Yeah. But I think it's going to be kind of just a, a mid-tier origin. Yeah. Um, Which, I, it's so cool. It's so interesting, kind of, that we're to this point in terms of the content where we're like, yeah, this will be probably... it. When we come on here and talk about stuff, this is kind of just an observation I've been thinking of a lot lately. <laughs> we talk about these movies like a sports podcast talks about a football yeah. game yeah. or like a football season. Yeah. We talk about it a lot in the same way. And I think that a lot of kind of... A lot of podcasts that I listen to that talk about this same stuff approach it from a different direction. Mm-hmm. But the way that we talk about it, it just kind of comes across like a sports podcast. Right. Which I think is really like funny and interesting. Because I like, think it's pretty cool. I mean, let's be honest. If 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 we did it this way, then our equivalent to Ant Man would be the Tennessee Titans football season this yes. year. Where not a lot of hope. Didn't expect it to be that great. And then we finish in the AFC championship game. But I'm also weirdly super invested in it. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's it's just kind of it's kind of there. And then, like, the Patriots would be, I don't know, like. Uh... The Patriots would be BBS, where it had a lot of hype around it, but everyone hates it. <laughs> I can see it. I can dig it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's not a whole, whole lot to talk about with Black Widow. It comes out in May. Uh, May 1st. May 1st. Um, so we will definitely be reviewing that when it comes out. For sure. Because um, I'm still excited. It's an MCU movie, so I'm still excited about I it. I am, yeah. I'm, um, I'm, 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 I'm picking up hype a little bit more. Yeah, and but I, I do agree. I think it might be middle of the road. Um, I was kind of hoping it would be like a nice little variation of what Winter Soldier was. Um, in a way of like more, and I, I I had hoped it would lean. I mean, I it could still totally. Right. I hope it leans more into action spy thriller, right? Genre, but a lot of what we've seen looks, you know, superhero comic superhero movie, movie yeah. which I've talked about in the past. I hope that we start leaning more into different genres, right? Like it looks like they're doing on Disney Plus. As opposed to, you know, superheroes, which are great. I love superheroes. We already know that Marvel can do superheroes, mm-hmm. and I can't do just superhero movie. 
forever. I hope right. that we lean further into genres. Which I think Doctor Strange 2 was heading that way. Right. But after Scott Derrickson... I really hope they didn't like reel it back in. Yeah, I hope not either. And I think <laughs> I think the most I think the the best example of a non-superhero necessarily style movie in the MCU probably would be Winter Soldier or Ragnarok. Or Ragnarok? Yeah, because yeah, Ragnarok ha- felt more on comedy. comedy than it did superhero. And and yeah. Winter Soldier to a degree Fell more on action, action spy thriller. thriller than an actual, you know, superhero yeah. movie. But I again, think, but again, it just kind of had those flavors. It yeah, wa- it definitely wasn't all the way. And I think like that. And I truly think Ant Man the Wasp tried to do a time heist. Uh, tried to do a yes. heist movie. Yeah, but it was just it did not work. It did not work. Ant Man and the Wasp was just bland superhero yeah. movie. Yeah, you know. It could Not, have done. It could have done a very. It could have done so many. It could things. have done a heist it's, version, but could it have just, been a contender. Kevin, but it didn't. Nope. Um. Very, 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 very bland. Um. Kind of like Thor: The Dark World and right. The Incredible Hulk. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Exciting things to come. Very exciting things to come. Disney Plus is the popping place to be right now. Right. Um, it's where all the cool kids are. It's where are. all the cool kids. So if you're not one of the cool kids that don't have Disney Plus, this you isn't a sponsor. You're one of the cool kids that are shelling out your money to the capitalist overlords so you can watch the guy in a bird suit fly around fly with the guy that shoot people with guns. Uh, yeah. Then what are you doing? You can go downtown and see that every night. <laughs> <laughs> And we're gonna close it right. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's. I think that is all we have for this week's episode. It was a fun one, man. This is the first one. This is the first one in a while where we've actually had a lot, to a talk lot about. of news and content to talk about, which is right. very exciting. Um, and it's all because of the Super Bowl, right? Thank you, NFL gods, for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we appreciate you guys tuning in and listening each and every week. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Dorks Next Door. Take out the E from Next. You can follow me on Twitter at York. You can follow Jason on Twitter at DNDJason. Make sure that you subscribe to our podcast wherever you find your lovely podcast, whether on Apple Mu- Apple Podcasts. I said Apple Music two weeks in a row now. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, um, Google Play, SoundCloud, or Spotify. Make sure you check us out on all four of those platforms. Go over to YouTube.com slash Door. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where we are going to be having some content coming out very, very soon, hopefully. Uh, so be paying attention to that. Be ready for that. Uh, and yeah, I think that's everything I have to plug. Make sure you're back with us next week when we are reviewing Birds of Prey, where we're going to go into depth about it and talk about what we thought about it and just probably praise Margot Robbie and Ewan McGregor the entire time mm-hmm. because they're the only two hope I really have for that movie right now. But mm-hmm. hey, never know. It could be surprising. Yeah. It could surprise you. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in and joining us this week. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And we will catch you guys.